Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. This week has had to be the wildest in the last several years. Every week I say this is, was a crazy week, <laughs> but they get worse. I'm laughing. I'm saying this. Uh, you've got to agree with me. It's hard to believe. Things just keep developing. Boom, 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 and get seem to get worse and worse. And they all involve the almighty Donald Trump, who is the key to all the turmoil we are undergoing in this country. And he is the one, all of you may not agree with me, who bears responsibility for everything that's wrong in this country today. Now, we're going to cover a lot of Trump tonight. All Trump night. I can't help it. I know you listen to it on the Internet all day. You read about it in the papers. But that's what our life is today. It's Donald Trump, and we ought to talk about it. We should understand what's going on. We should know what's going on. So whatever judgments we make may be the proper ones. So tonight we're not going to travel very far. It's going to be Washington, D.C., and if we have time, Louisville, Kentucky, and then New York City. Let me start with this. You know how the there'd be an Indian uprising in the Old West? Well, I want to tell you what we're going through right now. This is an American uprising. Yes, an American uprising. Had these uh, protesters protested, demonstrated in one or two cities, fine. They're all over the country this week. And they're all over the country each and every night. Uh, the big cities, the medium-sized cities, the smaller cities, the people of the United States are aroused, okay? And this is not going to go away easy. They're pissed, <laughs> simply stated. And I forget the, 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 the movie, uh, I forget the movie, but they're going to start yelling, we ain't going to take it anymore. Remember the movie? Uh, we ain't going to take it anymore. They were yelling out of their windows. Well, the American people aren't going to take it anymore. And in the end, the people will win. Because everything Donald's doing is so bad, so wrong, uh, that at some point, his entire life, and I, I just mean the way he lives, uh, his lifestyle, his being president, everything else is going to capitulate. Down the tubes. The man blew it. Which now brings me to the Lincoln Memorial. Uh, I've been fortunate to visit the Lincoln Memorial a couple of times. I awe-inspiring. If you haven't been there, awe-inspiring. If you have been there, awe-inspiring. The only way you can describe it. Uh, there he sits majestically in this huge chair, this huge man, Abraham Lincoln. And to get to where he is sitting, you have to go up maybe 20, 30, 40 steps. I don't know. There were a lot of steps. I got out of breath the last time going up the steps. Uh, but anyhow, there he sits. The first night of the protesting, Trump said they even uh, they vandalized the Lincoln Memorial. Well, that would be terrible, but could be done. Now, never told us what the vandalizing was. And I would assume... That if the Lincoln Memorial were vandalized, someone would have taken pictures of it. We would have seen it in the newspaper, on the Internet. We've seen nothing. We've heard nothing since the first day. But do you know what there was today at the Lincoln Memorial? There had to be close to 
200 American soldiers dressed in war attire, okay, the helmets and everything else, and they were standing on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. There had to be like eight or ten rows of them, maybe maybe more than 100 soldiers. And they were there protecting the Lincoln Memorial. From what? Tell us at least, okay? Did somebody go spray some paint on Abraham Lincoln? We've never seen it since the first day. We haven't heard about it since. But this is Donald Trump style. He would go out and make a big deal out of a little thing or next to nothing, as I think is being done here. And that's what's going on today at your Lincoln Memorial. Now, America, my America, your America has changed. But let's stay with the phraseology, my America changed. And this is the story. It was uh, it was on television this morning. Uh, the fellow, I'd say around 50 years old, 45 to 55, uh, lives near Lafayette Square, right a block, a block away, I'm assuming, from the White House. Uh, looks like he has a very nice house from the outside. Uh, apparently he lives alone. And when the, the, the forest rangers or whatever they were were on their horses and the Secret Service and whoever else was there, the military, were forcing the protesters in a certain direction. They knew what the hell they were doing, not the protesters, uh, the military people, because when they got them to an end of a certain block, there were more protests and more uh, people on horses waiting for them. It was like they were going to box them in. Well, anyhow, this guy lives on this last block, apparently. I don't know how long it is, what have you, but he lives there, and he was on. He has steps leading up to his front door, and he was standing on his porch. I will call it a porch. It was the top of the steps, watching the protesters running by. And the protesters could say, holy shit, I'm in trouble when I get to the end of the block. So some of them started running up the steps and asked if they could come in. He said yes, and before you knew it, he had 70 people in his house, and he let them in because they were afraid and he wanted to protect them. Now he's got 70 people in his house. The door's shut. Now the cops come, so to speak, the people on the horses, the Secret Service, whoever else there was there. And for over an hour, they're in front of this man's house yelling, trying to intimidate him, trying to intimidate the people inside to come out. They're afraid to come out, and I want to tell you something. The gentleman who owned the house said, don't go out, stay here, because they couldn't come in his house. It was that simple. Now you got to feed 70 people. <laughs> what do you do? Well, the, the guy who owned the house called the pizza parlor. He apparently knew the guy who ran a pizza parlor and got enough pizzas for 70 people delivered to his house, but not through the front door, somehow through a back alley, so the military people never saw the food coming in. And then this people, these, these 70 people spent the night. He said they slept. Wherever there was a, a piece of floor available, they laid down or sat down and slept. He says, I was pleased to have them. I was proud to have them. But I want to tell you one thing, he said. And when they left, by the way, there was nobody there to bother these protesters. But he says, when I saw them running down the street, and I saw the people running after them on horses and everything, and I saw the horses, et cetera, at the other end of the street, I said to myself, 
my America changed. And he was right. His America did change at that moment. Our America is changing for all of us this week. Now let's go to Lafayette Square. Uh, I was watching this on television when it happened uh, yesterday. The protesters were protesting quietly. Uh, in fact, some one of the TV reporters was saying, no, it's, they're very quiet. They're not bothering anybody. And all of a sudden, this line of horses comes from one and big horses. Turns out they were the park rangers, but they were dressed in uniform, military-type uniform. And now you got the other military, the, the Secret Service and everybody else in uniform. And they're pushing these, these people, these protesters, and they're coming at them with the horses. And they're at the same time, this thing started just like this. Nobody saw it ha- coming on. It just started. It began. They are throwing flash grenades. I never saw a flash grenade go off before. Tons of sparks would scare the hell out of me if I was there. And they tear gas all over the place, very smoky, and rubber bullets. Now, you know, I've been hearing about rubber bullets for several months. I figured they can't be hurting, otherwise they won't use them. They use them just to scare people off, but don't hurt them. But one of the reporters got hit in the knee. He went crazy. He says, you don't know how this hurts. And then two days ago, there was on on a television show a woman who had been hit in the eye with a rubber bullet. And I want to tell you something. A black eye would have looked much better. So now they chase these people, okay? And they're running to get the hell out of the way. There was no reason for what happened. The protesters were calm. They weren't raising hell. They weren't hurting anybody. It was kumbaya, kumbaya for everyone. But they did it, okay? Now, Trump, we didn't know when it was going on, why this was happening. Well, it was happening because Donald Trump wanted to go across the street uh, to St. John's Episcopal Church, uh, the Church of the Presidents, because he wanted a photo shoot standing in front of it. Uh, and they said today to show how tough he was, that he wasn't afraid to go through the crowd. Well, what they did, though, they they eliminated all. He had to go through Lafayette Park. The people were in Lafayette Park, the protesters, square, rather, Lafayette Square. They chased them all out. So when Trump came marching down the, the driveway from the White House, walking through uh, Lafayette Park, across the street to St. John's Episcopal Church, Church of the Presidents, There was no bravado involved. There was nobody there. They had cleaned the whole space out for him. And there he stood. There he stood in front of the church. Well, unfortunately, the day before, there are vandals involved. Some vandal or vandals got into this basement and started a fire. It was put out. But the church had its windows boarded up uh, on the first floor. And there's Trump standing in front of the church. And he's holding in one hand up a Bible. Well, he's one of the God-fearing people in this world. A Bible! By the way, they finally found out today the last time he was in St. John's Episcopal Church was the day he got inaugurated. He's never been back since. This is the Church of the Presidents. Anyhow, who am I to criticize a man that doesn't go to church when I don't go to church? Anyhow, he's holding the Bible up. Turns out the Bible's upside down besides. But he did all this. He moved those people, uh, made 70 stay in this fellow's house, uh, etc., because he wanted to 
had a photo opportunity, a photo op in front of the church. Uh, now, that, that shit. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Because today, 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 he went a step further. Turns out today, he and Melania, first time we've seen Melania out during this, and I can't blame him for leaving his wife home while all these things are going on, but we haven't seen much of Donald on the street either. So I guess he's as good as a woman by staying in the White House. Remember a couple of days ago, they got afraid. They put him in a bunker under the White House. Five stories down is this bunker, okay? Because they were afraid that the White House was going to, people were going to come in the White House and carry him out of the, the Oval Office, apparently. Anyhow. Today, what does he do? He went to a Catholic church. It's on TV tonight. The president went to a Catholic church. It's a place where there is a shrine. Pope John Paul II, there is a shrine to Pope John Paul II. It's not really a church, it's a shrine to John Paul II. And the president, Melania, took a big wreath of colorful flowers and put it in front of the Pope. Big statue of the Pope. Reminded me of Thomas Jefferson, though not as tall. And uh, there he is. He's smiling. Another photo op. Now I'm saying, what the hell is this guy doing? My show can't be over already in 15 minutes. The Episcopalians yesterday, the Catholics today. What's going on? Well, he's going to go after the, the religious people that support him, not just the Episcopalians, but the Catholics also this time around. Um, I'm going to get cut off. I don't know why after 15 minutes, but to make a long story short, Steve Bannon, remember him, is behind this. The U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops already supports Trump because they are very conservative, and uh, that's the way that's going. And I guess my show's over. I can't tell you after 15 minutes. I didn't say anything bad. I've never been cut off. I apologize for leaving you. I had a great show tonight. You can see how it started. Come join me again next week. Uh, and thank you for being with me this evening.